Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Wide Men Can't Score on the Wide Men Network. Brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, wowfreecam.com, and facebook.com slash makeupkennedy. Here on the Wide Men Network, check out all the great features at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. Now here's your host, from north of the border, Tim Dombrova. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Wide Man Can't Score. It's Friday, October the 5th. We're on to game night three of the NHL. Last night, we redeemed ourselves. Ten games on the slate. We were seven and three. Back to normal. Feels good. Let's go over the games from last night quick and move on to the weekend and Friday and the weekend games. Uh, last night, the Boston Bruins dusted themselves off after a 7 nothing thrashing. Took it out on the Buffalo Sabres. 4 nothing Bruins. Uh, Halak solid in the net. Can you say goalie controversy in Boston? Well, maybe not quite yet, but that's going to have a few people scratching their heads. Bruins looking good last night. Uh, in a shootout, the Penguins over the Capitals in overtime. 7-6. to What a crazy game. Uh, 13 goals on uh, 80 shots, I believe it was. Uh, horrific goaltending on both ends. Just sloppy play, but a hell of a game to watch. So it's seven to six. Who doesn't love that? Penguins in the victory. Uh, the New York Islanders in a snore fest against the Hurricanes. Uh, two to one for the Islanders in OT. Uh, Thomas Grice stands on his head. 45 saves for the Islanders. Uh, the Islanders only manage 20 shots on goal against Peter Morazic and still pull out the victory. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for either squad, but the Islanders 2-1 win. Uh, the Predators on the road to the Rangers, 3-2. to That stuffy slow Predators defense holding them tight. Uh, P.K. Subban with a winner, I believe, for the Predators. Uh, another loss for Henrik Lundqvist. Poor Henrik Lundqvist. About time to pack it in there, Henrik. You've made a career. You ain't gonna win that cup playing for the Rangers. Uh, time to ask for a trade, or that's gonna be it for you. Not a Rangers fan, if you can't tell. Blackhawks on the road. Smack the Senators four to three in overtime. Poor Senators. Even against the Blackhawks, the lowly Blackhawks, they can't get it done. Uh, Goaltending was pretty good, though. Anderson, uh, 39 saves, but by 43 shots in the home opener. That's not a not a good sign for uh, Ottawa. Uh, the Blackhawks, the usual suspects, Kane, Seabrook, Taves, Kane in overtime for the win. Uh, Blackhawks didn't look too bad, but it's only the Senators, so who can say? But a win's a win. Good on them. Uh, Columbus on the road to Red Detroit. 3-2 uh, to two in overtime for Columbus. Or Terry Panarin with the winner. Um, pretty boring game from all accounts. Uh, but then the Red Wings, not a very good team. But uh, good on the Blue Jackets to get the win on a road. The Jets went into the newly <clears throat> revamped St. Louis Blues, the much-hyped St. Louis Blues. And the uh, Jets uh, 
taught the Blues a little lesson on how to play hockey. A 5-1 smacking. Uh, although they were outshot to 2-1, to that game was never close. Um, 5-1 Winnipeg. The Coyotes, the helpless Coyotes on the road in Dallas. No surprise to anyone here. 3 to nothing for Dallas. Coyotes, no goal scoring. Not much more to be said about that. Uh, the Wild uh, on the road to Colorado. The Avalanche picking up where they left off. Uh, playing fairly good at home, 4-1. Uh, to one. Uh, The Wild just uh, can't muster up any offense. Uh, Zach Parisi got their goal, but they only had 21 shots on net. Not going to win too many NHL games with that kind of a total. And in the semi-surprise of the night, but the one which I called, the Flyers on the road to Vegas. We're going to see a different Vegas team this year, people. Not the one you saw last year. Flyers all over Vegas, five to two. Um, it was, I believe, five to. Was it five nothing? No, it was five one at one point. Um, Flyers took that game over in the second period, and that was the end of that. Um, one note uh, on Mark Andre Fleury: Ugh, eleven saves on sixteen shots, five goals on sixteen shots. Not a good night for him. Hopefully not a indicator of things to come for Vegas, but I told you Vegas was not going to be the team they were last year. So anyway, that's a seven and three for us uh, last night. Thanks to uh, the uh, podcasting crew. Those of you from last year may remember. Uh, occasionally, the cat likes to come up and voice her opinions. Uh, she did last yesterday. Uh, she's back with us today for the Friday Saturday run. So let's see how things pan out uh, tonight. Only two games on the docket. Um, these are tough ones. Uh, we've got the uh, Carolina uh, on the road to Columbus. And we've got the Sharks, who were smacked around on Wednesday night, uh, there in Los Angeles for the Kings home opener. Uh, I'm going to take Columbus in the first game. Storm agrees. Uh, Hurricanes have got nothing. She said, until they prove something, you you can't pick them. So it's Columbus Blue Jackets. And uh, the Sharks are favored over the Kings, but I did not like what I saw from the Sharks. So one of two things are going to happen tonight. Sharks are going to bounce back and have their act together, or the Kings are going to blast them. Um, I am going to go with the Sharks getting their act back together. Stormy says no. So we'll see on that one, but I'm going to pick the Sharks anyway because I'm the only one who can talk. So, sorry, Storm. Uh, moving on to Saturday, where we've got 12 games on the docket. A couple of real snoozers, though, uh, and a couple of ones where I'm not really quite sure which direction to head with them, but we'll see. Uh, we've got early on, uh, 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock Eastern, Edmonton Oilers, on the road to New Jersey, but that game is actually in Sweden, I believe. It's part of this ridiculous NHL Global Series nonsense that some idiot dreams up. Well, you know, these teams get to play one game. Uh, season started on Wednesday. They play Saturday. Then they don't play again for another four or five days because they got to travel and get rested back up. It's just ridiculous, and then it screws up their entire schedule for the year. It's just dumb. 
NHL done. I am going to take, as much as I don't want to, I'm going to pick the Edmonton Oilers. Um, Yeah, the line is almost even. Uh, I'll take Edmonton and hope that I'm wrong on that one and then take my beat down there and hope that Edmonton loses. But I'm going to pick them because that's how that seems to work. Uh, We've got the Rangers at Buffalo. Uh, I'm going to take the Sabres. I got nothing on the Rangers. Uh, Buffalo didn't have much of a for opening night, so they'll bounce back a little bit there. Uh, we've got Ottawa at Toronto. Uh, Ottawa didn't look too bad in their opener. Toronto did not look that good in their opener, but that's still Ottawa and Toronto. I will take the Leafs. Then we've got Florida in their uh, first game against Tampa Bay. Uh, I will take the Tampa Bay Lightning all day long. Then we have the Canadians on the road to Pittsburgh. I'll take the Penguins in that one. Uh, the Canadians are they didn't play two guys against Toronto, but they're a hot mess. Let's be honest. Come on, people. Uh, the Predators at the island. Uh, that'll be a Predators win for my two cents. Uh, Chicago at St. Louis. I'll take the Blues in that one. Uh, Winnipeg at Dallas. Both teams look really good. I will take the Jets and make them make me uh, make me not pick them by losing. If that made any sense. <clears throat> Philadelphia at Colorado. Uh, I liked what I saw out of both of these teams, uh, but I'll take Colorado on the home swing. Vegas at Minnesota. I'll take the Knights on the road against the Wild, who have no offense. Uh, Then in the two late games, we have, I guess it's only the one late game. we got one more regular game. The Ducks at the Coyotes. I'll take the Ducks. Uh, And then in the late game, we've got Vancouver in a rematch of their opening night game against Calgary, which the Canucks won. But I think we'll see a different tune in Calgary. I'll take the Flames. So there, that takes care of those picks. Uh, Maybe we should just zip over to Sunday, too, and do Sunday while we're sitting here. Sure, three games on Sunday. Storm says, what the hell? Uh, The Rangers at Carolina. Uh, We'll take Carolina. Toronto's in Chicago. We'll take Toronto. And Detroit is in L.A., and we'll take L.A., and that wipes up the weekend just like that. Look at that efficiency, people. Now, uh, back to the NHL, uh, not so much the scores, but uh, still a lot of crying about this Tom Wilson suspension. See, today they've appealed his suspension. Uh, Ridiculous. Um, Guy's a goon. 20 games was just fine. Send the message. Keep anybody from doing it again. Uh, they never did anything to Marshawn, that little weasel. Uh, they should have, but uh, the NHL doesn't have the will to to uh, go there, so they didn't. So I guess we have to accept that one for what it is. Um, on the injury front, uh, Travis Hamannick of uh, Calgary. And then to get into this whole point, Here's another one where um, uh, Gabranson of the Canucks 
uh, laid out uh, Dylan Dubé from Calgary, a rookie. Uh, not that dirty of a hit, maybe a tiny bit, but nothing horrible. So, of course, in the old age, old nonsense of that we got to, you can't stick up for yourself, you need somebody else to do it for you. Uh, Travis Hammond goes over and uh, picks a fight with Gabranson, who's uh, much bigger than him. Um, I see today Hamannick has been placed on injured reserve, so he's out for at least a week, maybe longer. Uh, anybody see why this is stupid? Now I'm all for team unity and um, sticking up for your teammates and all that stuff, but there's a way to do that, and that is not the way to go pick a fight with a guy who's bigger than you. Go, uh, you, you wait. You know you're going to play this team again on t- Saturday. So you put your enforcer into the lineup and you let him do it. Uh, There's just not very much common sense involved there. Uh, Dubé wasn't hurt. He didn't miss any of the game. Uh, sometimes the mentality of NHL hockey players and that, it's an unwritten rule. You can't do that. We got, we got, we got to respond. It's our pride. No, only in your minds. Nobody would have cared. Didn't change the game at all. Calgary still lost. Um, makes no sense to me. But anyway, he's injured. Um, I also see Jasper Bratt is out with a broken jaw for the Devils. Uh, I'm not sure how that happened. Seeing as they're over in Sweden, maybe he uh, he might have broken on the. Shapely curves of a Swedish lass, perhaps. One can never be sure. Um, what a way to break your jaw, though. That would be... I think I'm all for that. Uh, but that's about it in the injury department of any... As far as I know, let me check one more spot. Um, as far as any significance goes. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, still no news on the... Uh, Nylander front, the Willie Neiman, William Nylander front with the Leafs. Uh, he's still the only uh, uh, RFA of any note who has not resigned with his team. Um, I think he's got it in his head. He's going to play hardball with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I hate to break it to you, Willie, but the Toronto Maple Leafs are in a position where um, they don't need you right now despite the fact he's a good player and helps their team out a lot but they got so much firepower up front that as long as they can keep winning they can continue to demand a lesser salary out of him or for him however you want to look at that Um, the hardball thing doesn't really work in the NHL until you're a free agent and then you can at least, or at least until you get to your second set of contracts, you can go to, uh, it's very complicated, but the first time I believe, you, you sign your first contract, and then on the second one, you still don't have, uh, you can't go to an arbitrator, uh, there's certain things you can't, you still can't get in your contract, et cetera, et cetera. So, and that's where he's at. So um, at some point, they're going to have to swallow their pride, or uh, Willie Nylander might find himself playing in the desert somewhere uh, for a nothing team because they're going to trade him. And I know people go, oh, they can't trade William Nylander. At some point, sure they can, especially if the deal is there. Um, 
Toronto needs defense. Uh, now, not saying this would happen, but as an example, Toronto can trade trades William Nylander and a prospect to the Arizona Coyotes for uh, Ekman Larson or something along those lines. I mean, it would easily be done. Um, not a problem at all, really, because Nylander is a fairly good talent. But uh, such is the uh, business world of the professional sports and the NHL. Stuff's not always personal. Um, Just a matter of how things fit in, and if they can't make it work business-wise, the Leafs have got so much money, and their fan base is so loyal that they can can get away with... Like, Ottawa can't... Well, I mean, Ottawa did make this move. They did it with Carlson, and look what that got them. Um, the building. I should. I don't know. I should check the attendance for the Ottawa game. I wonder how full their building was uh, last night. After all the squawking about uh, nobody uh, wanted to go to the games. Of course, they never mentioned that. That's a, that's a, that used to be a statistic you could find in the paper. Or um, this is pre-internet days. It was always there. And now to try to find the attendance of a hockey game is difficult or any sporting event because for whatever reason they don't really, I guess they don't really want you to know (laughs) because if it's not big enough, they, uh, yeah, the business is, you know, behind the curtain a little bit, I guess. Ottawa at, Chicago at Ottawa. Let's see if I can find a, maybe on NHL.com we can find a, a number for that. Uh, but anyway, last night there were some good games. Uh, I had enjoyed myself the Flyer game particularly. Uh, I enjoyed watching Philadelphia. Uh, and there's something about the Flyers. This looked like a hockey team, and that whole Golden Knights got their opening ceremony and all the rest. Uh, I guess because I'm old, um, I just uh, to get to the game. All this pomp and circumstance. And I mean, I guess when you're at the game, it's kind of cool. But uh, I was just like, good Lord, when are they going to start this game? Ballerina from the bloody ceiling. I don't even know what you call that. Spinning down on fabric. And they got the night out there. And it was all uh, just a little too much for for me. Uh, Let's see here. Blackhawks at Senators. See if NHL.com is brave enough to give us the... uh, the hoedown. They probably won't be, but especially because they'll be embarrassed of the uh, actual attendance. Well, you, know, you find out just about everything else you want to know. Official game reports. You can get you can get the full play by play, a face off comparison, a shift chart, a roster report, a face off summary. I can't seem to find the attendance. There we go. Well that's not bad. Fifteen thousand eight hundred for the opener. I don't know what the uh Canadian Tire Center holds. That'll be the next thing we check. But 15,000, that's not too bad. 
it's not capacity, I don't think, but in fact, I'm pretty sure it's not. But although there, they, they did shut down some seats last year, so maybe that is capacity. Um, not too many uh, NHL arenas in Canada that they have to block off seats because they can't sell them. The Canadian Tire Center. Let's see. It used to be the Corral Center in Scotiabank Place, and I hate when they do that too with all the names. Um, let's see. For hockey, eighteen thousand six hundred fifty-two, so three thousand short of of a sellout. Well, could be worse, but it could be a lot better too. Um, I imagine some of the games in, uh, like in New York, the Islander game, I imagine wasn't that well attended either. Uh, let's say try to come back from uh, losing Tavares. Uh, they didn't get that many fans to start with. Let's check that one quick. See what we get for for attendance. Not sure what the NHL's attendance was like last year overall, but uh, oh, fucking full house. Oh, that wasn't in New York. That was in Carolina. Eighteen thousand six hundred and eighty. That's not too shabby for the good for the Hurricanes. They pull that kind of attendance on night one for a team that isn't even any good. Um. So, uh, anyway, where were we? So that wraps up the hockey. Let's have a look at uh, Major League Baseball. Um, I know that's not for everybody, but uh, it is the playoffs. Uh, Some good games again. Uh, Yesterday, I believe I called the uh, Milwaukee game. Um... So far, we've got one game going on today. Uh, Astros have a one uh, nothing lead over the Indians in the uh, fourth, bottom of the fourth. Uh, later today, we got the, the Rockies at the Brewers. Uh, the Brewers leading one game to nothing. Uh, then we got the um, uh, Yankees at the uh, Red Sox for their opener, and the Braves are in L.A. Uh, the Dodgers lead one nothing. And I believe I picked the Dodgers in that series, so I'm looking good so far. I also picked Houston to win and uh, the Red Sox to win. So, um, uh, baseball, not my strong point, but uh, I still like to watch it. Bit of a sports fanatic if you haven't figured it out yet. Uh, for those of you who care, uh, Tom and I stayed up till the crack of dawn last night picking the NCAA and NFL picks for this weekend. This Tom is going to be busy tomorrow, so we couldn't do it tomorrow or tonight and tomorrow like we normally do. So we went crazy and did it all at once. Uh, Tom has uh, publicly said he will clean up this week. So when he does, we can pat him on the back and tell him he's a good boy. And if he doesn't, we will lynch him live on Wide Men Can't Jump Network um, noon on Monday in uh, Square in Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania. How about that? Uh, I, for myself, make no such claims. I'd like to think I'm pretty hot shit at the hockey. Uh, The college football and the NFL, just even the experts, 
get some wrong because it's just it's just too hard to predict. So too many teams are there's too many variables. Uh, the NFL gets a little easier as the season goes on because the winners and losers kind of separate themselves. But uh, college football, um, you just don't know. I mean, okay, uh, Alabama, well, they're number one in the nation. Uh, they haven't played anybody. Like, we don't really know. Like, on paper, you can sit there and compare them to, uh, you know, the other top ten teams. But you don't really know that they're how they really match up against them until they play each other, at least one of them. But when they haven't played any of them, you don't really know. And that just gets worse for programs that, you know, um, we haven't played. We, we, this game week six, we're we're five and one, but we haven't played a top twenty-five program. Um, we could be out there and be just as good as any of them, or we might suck totally. You really don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes you can sort of guess, but I mean, when you look at Al, and I don't want to pick on Alabama, but they're the they're pretty perennially do this. Um, you know, they beat uh, Louisville unranked. They beat Arkansas State unranked. They beat Ole Miss unranked. Uh, they did beat Texas A&M, who was 22. And then whoever, University of Louisiana Lafayette, I believe it was. I mean, that's that's their sample. Now, they got Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee, all unranked. Then they play somebody we're talking about, uh, LSU. Then they play two nobodies, and then they play Auburn to finish the season. But by the time it gets to there, they're, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be eight and zero when they face Louisiana. Uh, contrarily, LSU has already played uh, Miami and beat them. Who they were ranked? Uh, uh, they played uh, Auburn and beat them. They're going to play Florida. They're going to play Georgia before they meet Alabama. Now, if LSU is fucking 8-0 at that point, now that's an 8-0 we're talking about. And to me, that 8-0 crushes the 8-0 of Alabama's. It won't in the rankings, but it should. Just my two-cent rant of bitchiness, because that's how I am. Um, I don't know what else is going on in sports. Not sure if there's anything else set up for the weekend. We're kind of in the land of the football, hockey, baseball time. Um, the NBA. I don't know what's going on there. So check out the NBA. See what's happening in the NBA. I know we're into the preseason there. Um, I see the much beloved 76ers of Tom Robinson won their exhibition game or preseason game, as they call it. Um, I don't know if any of that matters. I think the. The uh, NBA preseason is a long, dredging, boring uh, bunch of nonsense, not unlike the preseason of football, where it's really more about um, checking out the young guys and uh, seeing what we got. Um, I think the season doesn't start till the 16th. Uh, that's not too far off yet, two weeks, but uh, you got to power your way through the boringness. Um I'm not so sure why they play so many. They play a lot of preseason games. Um, not really sure why. We had uh, five preseason games. 
or four, I guess. Well, why don't they start playing sooner? If uh, I'm looking at the 76ers schedule in particular, um, they play tonight again. Oh. Well, this must be old. I don't know what's going on here, but it's still NBA preseason, professional sports preseasons boring. Uh, and how about for our friends over in Europe? Throw a little soccer at you. How about that? That's got to make some people nervous because that's not something that Americans really want to touch. Um, I know for the weekend, uh, some of the news in the uh, Premier League is the uh, absolute nonsense that's going on in um Manchester United, who usually, you know, a top five, top six team is now slid to tenth. Um, I think they've got a coach there who's definitely on the hot seat. Um, when one looks at the table there, it's, uh, you know, the usual suspects are at the top: Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Then you got Tottenham, who's kind of made a resurgence the last couple of years. We got Arsenal, who's another team. It's always up there somewhere. Then we've got Watford, Bournemouth, Leicester City, and Wolverhampton. Before we get to number 10, Manchester United. That ain't good. Uh, they spend more money than you can shake a stick at. And uh, the best they can manage is 10th. Uh, Says they're going to roll there. Um then we got lowly Everton, and then after that, we basically the same bunch down at the bottom as usual: Newcastle, Cardiff, uh, Huddersfield, I believe, is in one of the new teams. Fulham, Southampton. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to be at the bottom, I guess, but still. Um, so that's the Premier League. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, the other leagues anybody cares about. The Champions League is, I suppose, something everybody gives a hoot. No, they're not a group stage there. Um, no big surprises yet, I don't think. Uh, group A is kind of a soft group of Dortmund, Atletico Madrid, Club Rouge from Belgium, and uh, Monaco. Um, Dortmund leading that one with six points. And Madrid also with six, but it's only after two games, of course. Uh, group B, we've got... Uh, Barcelona, Internacional, Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham has managed to blow both games in the Group B. Barcelona leading that group with uh, six points. Uh, group C, we got Napoli, Liverpool, PSG, and our Red Star Belgrade. Uh, to no one's surprise here. This one is getting groups tight. Uh, Napoli with four, Liverpool with three, Paris Saint-Germain with three points. Interesting. Uh, group D, we got Porto, Schalke, Galatasaray, and Lokomotiv, Moscow. Love that name, Lokomotiv. It's cool. Uh, Porto leading there with four points. Uh, Schalke with four. Moscow with uh, zip. Uh, in Group A, or E, sorry, we've got uh, Ajax, uh, Bayern Munich, Powerhouse, Benfica, and uh, Athens. Uh, even up there, too, uh, four, four, and three for... And Athens bringing up the rear with nothing. Uh, Group F, uh, Lyon, Manchester City, Shakhtar, Donetsk, 
Then TSG Hoffenheim. That's an interesting. That must be a new entry. TSG Hoffenheim. I like that too. Um, everybody on the board there with a point. Even, even, even up thing. Four, three, two, one. Anybody's group. Um, group G. We've got CSK Moscow, Real Madrid, who are not the powerhouse they used to be. Uh, Roma and uh, Victoria Plauzen from. Uh, I believe they're Austrian, I want to say. But I'm not 100% sure. Um, cool name, anyway. Somewhere over there in Europe. Forgive me for not getting your country right if I got it wrong. Uh, Moscow leading that group with four points. Uh, Madrid with three. And then in Group H, we have Juventus, uh, Manchester United, Valencia, and the Young Boys. Uh, Juventus with two wins. Uh, United with a win and a draw for four points. Valencia only with one, and the young boys uh, bringing up the basement with nothing. So there's a, there's a quick look at the Champions League. Um, I think we've got golf is pretty much over for the season. I think the ladies are still golfing. Uh, tennis is pretty much done until we get back to the till the new year. We get the Australian Open is in January, so that's out of the way for a while. For anyone who's a tennis fan, I don't mind the tennis every now and then, but um, yeah, so that pretty much takes care of the French sports. Of course, we've got the international, the ongoing uh, international moose hunt and wolverine skinning competition up here in Canada, which uh, I believe is being led this year by that uh, foreign entry from Norway, Omar Holfsarsikin, who, uh, let me tell you, that boy can skin a wolverine. But that's a story for another day. Um, so I guess that's it for the uh, show. Uh, no point in rambling on about nothing, which I've been doing for the last five minutes anyway. Uh, so everybody, hope you have a good weekend. It's a Thanksgiving weekend up here in the Great White North. So we probably might sneak back on here Sunday perhaps. I think Nate wants to do his NFL picks for a roundtable on Saturday. We'll see how that goes. Um, so anyway, from everybody up here in the Great White North, to all you listeners down in the South, uh, everybody overseas, which is a whole slew of you these days, uh, happy holiday from uh, me up here in the Great White North, from uh, Storm Podcasting Cat, who has basically told me that uh, my picks are shit this week. And... Uh, she uh, will reveal her picks when we reveal the when we have the reveal scores uh, on Sunday, and she'll show me where I went wrong. Cat's uh, pretty bossy. What can I say? She's female though, so you know how that works. Um, so, anyways, everybody have a great weekend. For those of you who are uh, got to work, uh, hang in there. It gets better. Uh, you'll get some time off eventually, and you can catch up to all your sports and goodness. Um, Check into the Wide Men Network for all your football, hockey, basketball, sports needs, and uh, even a little craziness. Because last night the uh, basketball, or basketball, the uh, football show turned into a Tim and Tom show about halfway through. Went a little crazy, so there's always that to look forward to. On here, two old men bitch and complain about stuff. You can check that out. And uh, that's it for me. So everybody, again. Have a great long weekend for those of you up here in Canada, for those of you below the border and in Europe, etc. Have a great weekend. 
Enjoy your sports. Everybody be safe. Take care of each other. Have a good one. I am out of here. Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash Jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at WideJump. You can follow us on Instagram at WideMenCan'tJump and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash WideMenCan'tJump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash Wide Men Can't Jump.